is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. Is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Hard Rock Lunch Box. I am not a crusty crab. Well, against all expectations, we've made it again to yet another Thursday edition of the Hard Rock Lunch Box. How is everybody doing? Everybody staying cool out there? It's always a no! Yeah. <laughs> Hope you didn't think I forgot about that button. Did you thought I did you think I would forget about that button? It's always a no! Yeah, Jimmy, it's like I can almost still hear him. Still is. Ah, uh, yeah, Arizona has come to the northeast, man. It's beautiful out, right? Like, wow. <laughs> man, I remember, like, back in my day, like, you know, it used to get hot. Like, I mean, it did, like, August and September. I remember sitting with my little sister in front of, like, a box fan because it was the only, like, respite from the heat at all. Like, I remember those things. I don't. I remember being a really big deal when we would hit like a hundred degrees. Though, like that's living on an island like we do. It's really kind of hard to do that. But it's just funny watching weatherman after weatherman just be like, "Oh shit, here it comes, man! Look at this!" And uh, you know, like uh, Texas and Florida, we're hitting like a hundred and fifteen degrees, which honestly I could not be happier about. Like seriously, like if you're truly like. I've never, like, Texas I can understand, like, they're big sky country, like, but Florida, like, Florida has a vested interest in not sinking below the ocean, like, I thought that maybe some climate change information, but, like, from what I know, like, most Floridians I know, even transplant Floridians, they're very, like, in the moment, they don't really think long term, like, I've heard, like, well, you know, I don't like to dwell on the past, it's like, well, I guess you don't like to dwell on the future either, otherwise you'd be signing up for swimming lessons, I think, because, you know something doesn't change, the chances of Florida still being above water in a hundred years are... It's always a no! Yeah, I still gotta get this mouse fixed. Let's talk about things I don't feel like doing. Actually, seriously, giving some consideration to some ADHD sort of medicine, like maybe like Adderall or something like that. I'm just wondering if... I had a lot of trouble, like, uh, once I was on uh, anti-anxiety meds, and once I came off them, I, I definitely had a new level of ADHD, which I did not have before. Uh, anybody that knows me or knows, like, my work knows I can kind of focus on how much stuff I used to be able to get done all the time. And it's like, now I can't get anything done at all, which is why very little has come out of, like, the Rebel 9 music camp and stuff like that, you know. I mean, there's other reasons that there aren't, like, new to use and stuff like that, but, you know, that's that's part of it. It's really hard to, like, focus and do stuff. I got to tell you, the main reason the Diaries Live got done at all is because I booked it. If I didn't book it, I think I probably would have blown that off. Uh, I am pretty good. I actually, I'm very good at keeping appointments. Once I make appointments, like I definitely, I, I, I just don't know. I can't even think of any that I've actually like canceled outside of being ill. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't do it. Like even with friends, like when I make an appointment, like let's, you know, let's hang out and it makes it into my calendar. Like that's, that's almost gospel. In fact, it's probably more than gospel because as you know, the gospel is all make-believe. We want to be controversial here on the Hard Rock Lunchbox, and I find that insulting the uh, four horsemen of the apocalypse is probably the best way to go. But honestly, it's too goddamn hot for them to ride in this, am I right? <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, what's going on? Let's get to some uh, housekeeping and stuff. And uh, blah, blah, blah. There's a brand new top 20 out. Uh, it's actually when I talk about uh, the bad customer service from America. Uh, and better customer service from Norway. Uh, but even though it is vacation season in Norway, I did hear back from the CEO of Menuendo, which I actually I don't mind plugging them, even though not only are they not a sponsor, but their, their American um, supply chain isn't very good. Soundbrunner, which anybody that has worked with Soundbrunner probably knows that. I do appreciate that Like it took me forever to finally get a response, and the response was basically like, oh, sorry, we had a backlog of emails. Like, and <laughs> like so <laughs> like oh okay 
change your message. You know, just say maybe not 48 hours. Uh, and also, you can automate updated messages that, you know, we still have your ticket. Somebody will get to you as soon as possible. You're currently ninth in queue. Like, I, I like I don't want to brag, but, like, I set that up, uh, like, for people all the time, and it takes, like, nothing. It's, like, no effort whatsoever. It's, like, back in the day when you had, like, do a lot of work to do an autoresponder, and now it's just, like, a box. Like, it's like that. Like, you, you could do that. Like, don't, don't hit me with, like... Oh, no, we've got a lot of emails. You know what? I get a lot of emails. I get four to 500 emails a day. You know what I respond to? All of them. Unless, of course, I delete them. I, I do delete. <laughs> I have been known to accidentally delete an email or two. In fact, any single time that somebody's like, hey, man, I never heard back from you, it's like, all right, delete folder, search. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Just Delete, can you be your friend or your greatest enemy? Uh, so what else was on that? So I was talking about uh, disingenuous Republicans. I actually want to talk about that in just a minute, like, because there's something kind of going on with my sister uh, a little bit. And it's just sort of like this new posture I'm adopting. But, um, yeah, I got a couple things going on. So, yeah, so the brand new Top 20 is out today. Please give it a look. Uh, give it a like. Give it a listen. Give it a watch. Whatever you do, comment and stuff. Uh, and... Uh, I'll just take a moment to thank Bill for watching because I'm pretty sure that Bill is the only person that watches it. So thank you. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. There you go. Bill deserves at least an applause. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, is anybody else actually watching uh, the top 20 on Stranger Hit TV? It's always a no. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> I feel like I just found my bumper for next week. Yeah, all right. Ah. <laughs> Who wants to see the top 20? Wait, no, I hit the wrong button. Damn it. Does anybody love watching the top 20? It's always a no! <laughs> I have way too much fun with that stuff. What is this? That, that might be this button. Is it this button? It's always a no! Oh, that one actually worked out. So now I can hit them two at a time. Watch this. Do you think I can hit them two at a time? It's always a no! Nope. Hang on. I can do that. You can't send me an email telling me you're not going to answer my email. <laughs> How about you just approve customer service? It's always a no. You know, and we all know that I'm going to get tired of doing that eventually, and it's just going to be like, hey, man, why doesn't he do that anymore? But we also all know that it's going to take a very long time because... Like, the number of times that I, like, short-lived something until... It's, like, that's why I think I like shows like Family Guy, and people are like, they always overplay a moment. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, do I ever overplay a moment? It's always a no! <laughs> you know, I know this isn't a market that Jimmy G is specifically going after, but if he wanted to just do, like, bumper stuff... I mean, he's probably made like four or five cents off of me, at least just from that. What do you, don't, don't you think, Jimmy? It's always a no! It's so dumb. And <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it's like, you know, you ever seen those like inversely proportional things? Like, as the thing gets dumber, DJ enjoys it more. <laughs> it's like. And then we're just. Oh. That's the chart. I'm sure this is offending somebody. I'm sorry. Uh, this is just my chart on how annoying something, wait, how dumb something is. Uh, hang on. Nope. There we go. <laughs> how, how annoying something is versus how funny I think it might be. Yeah. Did I get that right? It's always a no! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey, chat. How's everybody doing? Okay, good. As long as you're offended, that's cool. Uh, women don't ha don't, no, women do count. They can still count. They just don't have rights. Right. Did women actually ever have rights? It's always a no! Uh, <sighs> I'm ready to just end the show. Like, do you want to just end the show? Like, it's always a no! I'm gonna, okay, stop. <laughs> so what else is going on? Bacon is my podcast. Um, it looks like, and I don't know this for sure, but it looks like they might be done squeezing every last drop out of So What Fest because I just didn't see one. But maybe, uh, maybe, they're doing the full interview with uh, Joe for, uh, from Forever King Kong this week. They've got a Punk Island preview. 
and seven questions with Zillion, who uh, I saw the thumbnail, and I think he's wearing a reptile head. So, like, if he's not, like, good on Mike and Jim for putting that in there because it definitely got my attention. Because you know what seven questions I'm going to be checking out? The one with the Godzilla fish head. It's good in the thumbnail. I'm going to check that out for sure. Other nonsense going on over at Strangerhood TV. Uh, Frank has been busy or just decided to upload a whole bunch of stuff. Either one. Uh, he's got some stuff. He's got a new rock recovery video, or video podcast. You can check that out. He's got a What is Strangerhood TV? And I honestly, I watched it. I still don't know what Strangerhood TV is. So maybe there's going to be a part two on that. He's also got a highlight video for the 89 North, which I actually thought was really good. And actually, Frank put together something uh, specifically for me in Rebel 9. Uh, I just got to figure out what I'm going to do with it. It's been a hellacious week and not even temperature wise. But uh, thank you, Frank, for doing that. I do appreciate ex- absolutely any help I ever get in that sort of area. Uh, a lot of it does not come from within the band, surprisingly or unsurprisingly. So, like any other help I can get, which is actually funny because, like, something I'm going to talk about later on the show, I don't need it to be part of a, a top 20. I just have, like, this weird. You know, like, like, I know from time to time, like, as a band member and as a human being and as an insecure fuck that I am, like, I do have problems with, like, things that I just don't understand as they happen, you know, across in and out of the scene and stuff like that. And I, de- I definitely had another one of those this week, which I just, I don't, I don't quite understand it. And um, I don't have a problem with it because, like, and at my core, it doesn't change anything about me or anything about the band. It's just, it's one of those things. And, and I feel like anybody that's ever listened to the box has heard it like a million times. It's just one of those things. It's like, why is that happening? Like, I was going through a lot of that when kind of like LTOB was imploding and stuff like that. And then I actually ended up finding out what's going on. I've had other stuff with other band members of, you know, you know, even my own band members. I mean, there's just stuff like, it's like, why is that happening that way? Like, I just, uh, you know, as as it is true to the nature of this show, like what it's like to be in and around local bands and the, the shit that we get to deal with, it really is a place and the only forum that I have to kind of discuss those things. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I could ask, like, I could ask, you know, the the people directly. I could ask my friends, but like, yeah, what's the fun in that, right? So, so okay. So at the risk of going political, and, and it is this is going to be political. So sorry for anybody that doesn't want to hear anything political. It's not, it's not directly political. Like this is actually like personal political, like personal, 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 personal sounds right. You guys like that? It's always a no. I don't blame you. <laughs> so it's just a, it's a very simple thing. Um, I had posted the other day that uh, 157 Republicans in the House of Representatives uh, voted against uh, the same-sex marriage bill. And I'm really trying to stop. Like, I'll do it here. I'll do it there. I'll do it anywhere. With a fox on the box. I feel like I just did that. I'm sure I just did that. I'm sorry if you're wasting your time. Um, so I'm really trying to sort of stop with, you know, being on social. It doesn't do anything for me. I mean, like, I've said for years that, like, it just allows me an output. Because, like, what am I going to do? Like, argue, like, my liberal-leaning philosophies with, like, you know, Jimmy or Mike or, you know, my family? Like, they, I mean, seriously, like, my family's left of me. Like, you know, where the kids are. I mean, like, I... You can't, and my band is like, you know, kind of like right in the pocket with me. So I can't, like, I can't show up to practice and be like, fuck you, Tony. Like, marriage is a right, you know, because he's just like, yeah, man, I know. Like, I mean, I can, because, you know, he's he's shorter than me. But that's, you know, that's not really fair. (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely could do it. Like, but why? It doesn't mean it's to be done. So, like, I've, I've said for years, like, it just gives me that outlet. Like, I don't want to go, like, I don't want to go, like, pick a fight with somebody. Like, I'm not like Kyle Rittenauer or Rittenhouse or whatever and just feel like marching into, like, a protest and killing people because I don't disagree with them and then getting off by an unbiased court system. Unbiased. Um, 
Yeah, man. I just, you know, like, I can't just go around arguing with people. It's bad form. So, like, I really, I do those things and I argue and I've said for years, like, the main reason I do it is so that anybody that's looking, that kind of is questioning on their own, like, what do those things mean? Like, I'll explain it to you. Like, I'll explain things to you politically the way that I understand them to be. I will also promise that as I learn things, I will correct and adjust my opinion and stuff like that. Like, I really will. Like, it's, it's, I've done it. I've, I've shown that I've done it. Uh, and I will continue to do it because I want to be a good person, not even for any of you or any of this. Like, it's just what I want to do. Like, I don't want to be an asshole. Like, I can. I mean, ask <laughs> ask anybody. Like, I can really dig in and be an asshole. And, like, I get called out on it for some stuff. And some stuff I completely own. And some stuff is just the way that I am. Like, I don't I don't honestly know, like, what my band says about me, like, when I'm not there. But, like, I'm I'm hoping that some of it is, like... Like just you know sprinkled with respect, but I'm expecting the rest of it is be like he's such a dick. It's his way or the highway, or he's a control freak, or he you know always turns this down or turns that down. Like I'm sure it's a bunch of shit, but I just I do always hope that it's framed with like a little bit of yeah, man. Well, he's trying to do the right thing, like through this you know through the path that's been given him. Like I I really do try, and I, n- I really I really rarely am a dick for dick's sake. I mean, I do get mad, and I think it's pretty obvious, like, when that happens. And I've, you know, apologized more than dozens of times in my life for things that I've done and said. Um, But I do promise to always, like, try and grow and try and learn and stuff like that. So, like, I will always explain to somebody something that, that they're, like, on the fence about or don't know about or whatever. And I'll just, I can, I can only give you my opinion as I've, you know digested the facts on the situation i did it with trump i did it with you know obama i did it with uh covid i did it with wars you know just i'll just continue. and i've always done it with the scene and i've gotten in a lot of trouble whenever i've said anything specifically about you know bands behaving badly and stuff like that and i've had people just totally cut me off and the reality is like any single time i've ever been called out for that kind of thing absolutely everybody else <laughs> it seems to agree with me on those things and that's fine. And I'm not trying to be conceited at all. I'm just saying, like, sometimes I call that stuff out. Does it need to be called out? No, it doesn't. But, like, sometimes I feel like it really ought to be because other people that are watching and look, you know, like, on looking to a situation, like, maybe they don't know. Maybe they don't understand. You know, like, we know a lot of people that, like, aren't super clear on a lot of political things. And as much as I like to talk about, like, I'm not going to take any information from somebody that couldn't get a C or higher on book reports. Like, I'm friends with a lot of people that couldn't get a C or higher on book reports. And sometimes they'll ask me a question, and I'll just try and answer it, like, as honestly as possible. You know, and some of these people have known me for decades. Like, what am I just suddenly going to be like, well, you know, maybe you should just move to Mexico. Like, that's probably not going to be the answer I'm going to give So... I really do try not to argue so much on, on Facebook because I feel like pretty much anybody that has a question will just ask. But it, I do find it engaging sometimes. Like, I do find it funny. Like, I did see somebody actually post the other day something about the election being stolen. And I honestly had forgotten all about it. I thought we were done with that. Like, I really do. I thought we were... We were, we were done, and then it turns out, like, Trump just, like, just called basically the state of Wisconsin and be like, hey, since you guys just changed your rules, can't we retroactively, like, discredit, like, the Biden? Like, dude, will you stop, man? I have never seen a more sore loser than the Trump supporters and Trump himself. Like, it is absolutely unbelievable. Like, I have lost Battle of the Bands, like, before by, like, five votes. I never even considered calling Wisconsin to get that stuff overturned. Like, this is just bananas bullshit what's going on. So, like, I just, so I just, I just try not to bother. But, so, what they had in the House of Representatives, they, they tried to, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, they, um, right after the row, the overturning of Roe by the Supreme Court, which again, whatever you think of that is fine, legally speaking, like, it's an understandable argument. I wish Alito hadn't written it because he's just such a piece of shit. And honestly, there's so many legal holes in in his arguments. Just bananas. Um, but it was on shaky ground. And, and basically what they say is that, it, you know, abortion isn't in the Constitution. So it's up to the Congress, the legislative, legislative branch, to legislate and create those laws and stuff like that. Which is fine, because that argument actually also says that if the Congress does sort of pass something like that, since it's not in the Constitution, it cannot be constitutional. So it'll be interesting to see where that argument goes. So the House uh, ran with something like that. It's never going to go through in the Senate. Like, there's no chance, right? 
but what they just did is they passed a bill for equal uh, equal marriage rights, which basically allows for gay marriage, right? And I am sure that everybody within the sound of my voice is, yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah, gay marriage, good, great. You fe- Like, I had that conversation with my kids. Like, if you find somebody that you can spend the rest of your life with and you love them and you partner well with them, like, I don't give a shit what sex they are. Like, it is so goddamn hard in this world to find that person. Like, if they're green, purple, and blue and have maybe both parts of genitalia, like, maybe it's a discussion we could have because that's, you know, we're talking about, like, genetics and, and might be an alien species that's here to invade, but... I'd probably still walk you down the aisle, you know what I mean? Like, it's... <laughs> but anyway, so... So they passed that bill, and a couple people... And, and, and 157 Republicans voted against it. Which I think is incredibly telling. Like, I keep... Usually, if I'm going to post these days, it's like, hey, here's your here's your Republican Party. This is, this is what... If you're a Republican, this is what your party stands for. Like, don't, like, listen about to everything that people say. Because, you know, like, never never pay attention to what people say. Always watch their actions. Always. So, like, if you think you're a Republican and you're doing the right thing by doing this, that, and the other thing, well, your Republican Party in Washington is taking away women's rights, and now they're going after marriage equality. You don't think that's true. That's exactly what Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court douchebag extraordinaire actually just said after the overturning of Roe because since privacy doesn't cover stuff like that and contraception like marriage equality is absolutely on the table so people were like why is this important there's a war going on it's five dollars a gallon for gas by the way it's not five dollars a gallon Yes, so just shut up. Uh, yeah, I, and the why is this important now? Well, it's important right now because the Supreme Court just threatened it. That's why. So, like, and I don't understand why people don't know that, but like, yeah, dude. And the next stop on that train is contraception. Like, you want to see women lose the access, lose access to the birth control pill? Like, that's coming. Like, you already don't have to cover it in insurance, which is bananas, since most people don't even use the pill for like primarily for contraception. It's for hormone control and hormone treatment. By the way, if I want to, by the end of this sentence, I can have an appointment online and get dick pills sent to me because I'm a dude and obviously superior, right? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not superior. I just happen to be a dude. And, you know, the Constitution protects dudes over women. It just does. All men are created equal. All women, eh, it's up for debate, I guess. Like, I don't really... So anyway, that long-ass intro. My sister, Maggie, ended up sharing. My sister's been married to Debbie for... Six years? Seven years? Eight years? A million years? I don't even know. Uh, a long time. But she, she posted it, too, and she posted, like, the, the, the review on it. All right, not the review. The story about it. Uh, and, you know, she says 157 Republicans voted against protecting my marriage. This is why I struggle with, with Republican supporters. And now, I've adopted a new philosophy. I've actually adopted two new philosophies, but only one I'm going to talk about right now. And... This is exactly what I said to her, and it just totally encompasses or embodies everything about it. And I say, you know, what is the struggle? Question mark. Anyone that still supports Republicans cares more about something else, generally themselves, than you or your marriage. Right? That's that's my new take on it. Like, Republicans are more interested in something else, usually as it pertains to themselves, than they are about you and your marriage. Right? They they want they want to own a gun. Uh, they think they think Republicans are going to give them lower taxes. They're not. You know, Republicans are going to lower taxes, but then you'll be paying for more services, right? Like you'll be paying. Like we have to here in Suffolk County, or at least in South Huntington, we now have a forty-five dollar water charge per bill to clean up some chemical that's in the water. I'm going to guess it was Grumman, but honestly, I have no idea. But all of a sudden, I have to pay for that. You know what that is? It's a fee. You know what a fee is? It's a tax. So, like, that's just how that shit rolls. So don't think the Republicans are just going to lower your taxes. And if they do, they're going to cut services to the poor and stuff. And I have a whole issue with that. And you know how Jesus was about, like, like all these disgusting poor, like, ugh. Right? Because that's all in the Bible and stuff like that. Like, he, he never helped the poor. Uh, but, yeah, so I say, so she answers. She's like, sadly, the struggle is I live in a purple state. She's from North Carolina. Uh, I live in a purple state. A handful of people that do support my family vote red for other reasons. And my kids, friends, parents as well. Yeah, I know all that. I know all of that. So my answer, and this is the whole point I'm trying to make. I'm sorry this is taking so long. My answer to that is yes, I get it. And it's exactly what I just said. Quote, anyone that still supports Republicans cares more about something else, generally themselves, than you or your marriage. End quote. 
I go on to say at some point, some things need to be more important. And that's really something we all need to consider. And honestly, you, meaning Maggie, are something I consider constantly on the issue because you're that much more important to me than, quote, other reasons. So as your Republican friends tell you that they have other reasons that they're still supporting Republicans, first of all, nine times out of ten, most people kind of in our demographic and our wage-a-graphic and, like, our income-a-graphic, like, we're going to get screwed by either party. It doesn't really matter. Like, and then that's, that's just, that just bears out. Like I said, if you lower taxes, you're going to be paying more in services. Like, it's just, like, that's the whole thing with, with healthcare. Like, I pay, like, $18,000 a year for health insurance for the family and stuff like that. Now, if we had universal healthcare, would my taxes go up? Probably. Would it go up $18,000? Not a chance. So I'm for properly spending our money and lowering the cost of other services. Maybe I wouldn't even have to pay for this water cleanup. Who knows? Maybe my my car insurance wouldn't be so high. Maybe my car registration wouldn't be so high because we'd be have better infrastructure. Like these are things you got to consider, right? But most people, most Republicans that I know and know well enough to tell me honestly, they're like I'm tired of black and brown people getting a free ride on all the all the services. It's like Okay, well, like, I appreciate your pseudo-racist, you know, taunt on, you know, or treatise on, on, on how actually we spend our dollars, but at least I know, and that's a valid reason. But is that more important to you, that, that, that this black or brown person doesn't get free cheese? Is that more important to you than my sister's marriage? The fact that my sister's kids, my niece and nephew, like, have some sort of bastardization of parents? Is that more important? Woman's right. You know, this whole 10-year-old thing in Ohio and Indiana is just sad. And it's making the Republicans and the anti-choicers look even worse. Like, they're just it's just unbelievable that people still sort of support this thing. And they're the same people like, dude, just let us live. Like, let, get government out of our lives. It's like, okay, cool, man. Get government out of our lives and just let us do what we want to do instead of taking these freedoms and rights away. But ask yourself, like, what are the Republicans actually doing? I told you what's going to happen on day one of the Republican Congress if it all goes through. You're going to get those resolutions to make abortion federally illegal. That's the first thing. I think they're really looking out for your rights. And I think at some point, you need to ask your Republican friends, like, what's more important, man? Like, my existence, my happiness, my rights as a woman. Not that I'm a woman, but if I was. My rights to be a woman. I can be a woman. You know how long it would take me to be a woman, but I can get a dick-hardening pill in the mail, exclusive, like uh, in private, quietly, unwrapped packaging or whatever? What's more important? It's a super easy moral compass for me. Like, seriously, you want to rip apart members of my family? Like, I don't know, man. Number two on that list could be like, and I'll solve world hunger. Well, your number one sucks dick, so, and not the good way. So you can't get my vote. So what are your Republican friends supporting? What's more important? And honestly, what's more important than a new a day to remember song? <laughs> yeah, my segue is game. On point. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box. Yeah, man. Definitely a good song. It's no love for the middle child. Um, I... I don't even know who... It's like like 50 people are on it. Just just search for that. I know Stan Atlantic is in it, because that's the chick yelling at the end. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know, Spotify. I don't... You don't make it clear! Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the chat. If you want to get into the conversation, 99WNRR. Uh, talking about all that other stuff. Like, yeah, you know, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. Like, I saw a post. It's like, you know, maybe if a 10-year-old isn't allowed to sit in the front seat of a car, she probably shouldn't have a kid. Like, yeah, man. And 16 and 17. My daughter, Charlotte, said at the dinner table a couple of weeks ago that it's going viral on TikTok and, you know, wherever the hell else she sees stuff. YouTube. You know, like, there's that 17-year-old girl that called every single state in the union asking if she could adopt a child, and they all said she was too young. Yeah. Yeah, we know that. And honestly, that's not even their argument, right? They're not even so much like, have it and keep it. Like, you know, have it and give it up for adoption, because that's not traumatic at all, man. I don't know what you know about ACE scores, but like, I'm pretty sure that's a high 90 kind of thing if you have a kid and have to give it up, because you can't, like... 
Not to mention, do you have any idea what rents are? Like, I don't know what rent in a uterus is, but it's got to be at least twelve fifty a month, right? Like, can we? Can we? Sorry, is that in bad taste? It's funny. I actually know people that would probably rent a uterus for twelve fifty a month to live in because it's so goddamn expensive to live in. Jimmy, would you rent a uterus to live in? It's always a no. It's probably not always a no, but apparently a no. Jimmy used to live in the tour van, like when, like when, like I think when I first met him. Like, uh, is that is that better than a uterus? It's always a yeah. no. Yeah, I don't know. Like. Anyway, speaking of Charlotte, <clears throat> back when I was a pop star, yep, it happened. One week, one summer week, back in blah, 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 I had a number one song on a CMJ station. That song was She Sells Smiles from the album of the same name. It was roughly 14 years ago. I know that because 14 years ago this week, I released what would be the last GDAB record. It was a full EP. I forget what it's considered. I don't. I guess it's an EP because I think Spartacle was the only record. So Smiles is probably. An EP, but honestly, I don't even remember. Uh, but on the cover, because we were cheap, it was the only model I could afford. My two-year-old daughter, who was adorable then, she's adorable now, and every time I see it, it makes me smile a little bit on my face and in my heart because she is really such a cutie. Uh, but it was the last GD, GDAB record, by all counts, the best GDAB record. Uh, although I have no idea what would have happened if I had rolled the Razorblade Diaries out under the original form of it in the GDAB moniker. But guess we'll never know. But I will say, I have fans of this record, like diehard fans of this record, that truly think it was some of the greatest music I ever put out. You can decide for yourself. But I will say that at the time, the single greatest closer I ever did live was this right here. It's G. Davy for a special anniversary on the box.
Fox. I'm going to read you a tweet. <laughs> I don't do a lot of posting on Twitter, but I do read a lot. So I'm going to read you this tweet. After consecutive attacks promoted by conservative staunch followers of Donald Trump, Irrelevant becomes Pink's video with the highest proportion of dislikes. And that is then shared by Pink's parent account. That is the highest compliment you could pay me. Dissent is the cornerstone of democracy. Just because they believe in total rule doesn't mean we have to listen. I dissent. We dissent. If we were irrelevant, those dislikes wouldn't be happening. I don't know who here in my listening voice, within the sound of my, within the sound of my voice, wow, listening voice, my listening voice, if I, if, I wish I had a listening voice, it would have gotten me out of a lot of trouble with my mom back in the day, <laughs> but I don't know who within the sound of my voice follows Pink on Twitter, she is fired, like politically, and it's just so awesome to see some badass mama bitch from Philly, just like, what, why, <laughs> like, I don't know if anybody's ever been yelled at or put in their place by a woman, but man, oof, it's, it stings a little. <laughs> I personally have not had it happen because I grew up actually respecting the weaker sex. Ah! See what I did there? That's funny, right? It's always a no! Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's funny to me. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um... Really saying, yeah, but I just like her. Like, first of all, she's hella talented. Like, and honestly, of all the ba- of the women that come out of that batch, like, she's still the only real relevant one, which is funny given the title title of her new song. But man, she she she's just great, and she just like really she gives a lot of shit back where it's deserved. And even like I was reading something a couple weeks ago, it was just like somebody was totally like. Just, I think she was like, listen, if you're a fan of mine, you're against all these rights. Like, just don't be a fan of mine. Like, just, we don't. I mean, I guess you can, I mean, I don't know that I would have taken, like, feel free to like my music and stuff if you want, but just know that we're, we're never going to be friends. Like, and that's kind of what she was saying, a little more aggressively, a little more South Philly than that. And that's fine, because people from South Philly don't know how to be, like, calm and cool like people from New York. Yeah. Isn't that true? It's uh, but anyway, so one of the people that was complaining about it was like this complete douche. She's like, way to be an asshole to your fans that put you where you are and all that other stuff. And her response basically to him was like, you know, listen, I've had, I have other fans that put me where I am too. And this is time to make a decision. Kind of along the lines of what I've been saying for months. Like, you know, make, pick a side. Like, it's important. It matters. Like, stop smoothing stuff over because they're certainly not smoothing stuff over. But I actually, I had to go check. This dude was so full of himself. I just had actually had to check his post or his profile. And right in there was like a couple of things that he had done. And like the third or fourth thing in there was cool dad. And I was like, you most certainly are not. Like, there is absolutely no way you can ever call you. Like, I'm the cool dad. Like, that immediately disqualifies you from being the cool dad. Even Trump's kid are never like, yeah, he's a cool dad. Because he's not. He's a douche. He's a douche nozzle, and they know it. They're douche nozzles. And that's why Trump killed his ex-wife. I'm kidding. I don't know that. But, yeah, Pink is, is like, just totally relishing the fact that conservatives are going out of their way to dislike her video. Because if we've learned anything from the music industry, more controversy causes more likes and more money. And that is why... Irrelevant is probably going to be one of the highest grossing songs she's ever put out. So God bless you, Pink. It happens to be a good song anyway, but even if it was the worst song you ever did, I'd still be playing it next because I support you and everything that you stand for. Good for you. Fuck them. Here's Irrelevant on the box. Hard Rock Lunch Box. So it seems like while everybody else was out getting, I don't know, sunburn, heat stroke, all that other good stuff, nothing more was just putting out new music and not telling anybody about it. Thanks a lot, Mr. Nothing More, and, like, way to keep it a secret. But I found you, I clicked on you, and found this. Hard Rock Lunch Box. To be fair, I was going to play 10 of 10. Uh, from Magnolia Park, but I recently played it, so I decided I would just throw you the new one. Don't be a racist. Always, always a good idea. Unless, of course, you're a Republican. And then it just doesn't matter anyway. But that's, you know, 
is neither here nor there. So, uh, it should be no surprise, but it might be, because it's been a million years, uh, that I am a very big fan of Ozzy Osbourne. And I think I was talking about this when we were playing for Osmosis, or opening for them in Patchogue. It just is. I have lots of real, direct, real-world connections, you know, to Ozzy for one reason or another. So, uh, I'm just, I'm just a fan. Like, you know, some people are fans of, like, Kiss... And some people are fans of, you know, like Zeppelin and Rod. Like, just, they have those things. Like, what I do is I don't get stuck in them. So it's not like, Ozzy's the best. Like, Ozzy might have been the best for a little while. Like, Ozzy has slipped off uh, the best platform. And that's okay. It's like, that's what happens. It's cool. But he does command the respect from me that he, I think he deserves to actually just give a listen when he puts something out new. And I got to tell you, I saw him put something out new on Spotify and in my head I was like man I just I don't think it's going to be good and I gotta say I played it and it wasn't bad I, I it's not you know Blizzard of Oz and uh, Diary of a Madman but like it was good it was really good and he teamed up with Jeff Beck like the only person still making music I think that's older than Ozzy like so I gave it a serious listen and I gave it another serious listen this morning and you know what I liked it thought it was good and now you get to hear it on the box because we're cool like that hard rock lunch box Lost 
Got a request in for some Regina Spectre, and how could I possibly turn that down? She's just adorable. Hard Rock Lunch Box. So, yeah, little white stripes. Yeah, why not? Yeah, how tired you got to be to be yawning at 1.30 in the afternoon? Pretty tired. <laughs> so the thing I was talking about before, it's like, it's so, like these things that like, I see them as slights because they do. That's like how, I, and that's on me. That like, I really like, honestly, I'm not important enough to be slighted by most people I feel slights from. Like that's just, that's, that's just true. Like I own a lot of my mental instability. I'm not even going to go like mental illness because I'm fortunate enough to like, you know, have my issues and stuff like that. But I think I've really kicked most mental illness issues that I've dealt with over my uh, extremely long life at this point. Um, and people have way more serious trouble than I do. At the very least, I had really healthy understanding. So believe me when I just like preface everything by like saying what I'm about to say is not important at all. It doesn't matter in the scope of things. It doesn't affect me directly. It doesn't affect my band directly. It's just one of those things that like come up when you're part of a local scene that I just don't understand. So there's this dude who's uh, not in a band, but like very like band adjacent, right? Like we all know people like that. A lot of most people are like that. Right? And um, so like he's definitely tight with a camp that I am no longer tight with. <laughs> Like, which is funny because I talk about it all the time. Like, I'm actually friends with absolutely everybody else in that camp. <laughs> but, um, just, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, so, I, I've just never really understood, uh, I guess, basically, like, what I've done to piss somebody off. And I think that that's what it is, right? I, I've met people over, during my lifetime... Where, like, you know, they pissed people off and they didn't know why. And their response is like, who gives a shit? Like, that is the healthy response. Right? Like, should you should you care that you've really, like, pissed somebody off that you don't know? It's always a no! Right. Yeah. Jimmy coming in with the hot logic wisdom again. But it just bothers me. Because I don't understand, like, what I have personally done. Right? Like, I understand, like, my issue specifically with this other individual. Like, and I get it. Like, it... I would have gotten the discussion route, but that's just not the way it went. That's fine. Like, I can't make people do what I want, clearly, right? And nor should I be able to. Like, my way is not the only way, and my opinion is not the only one that matters. Like, that's, you know, it's just my, how I drive, right? That's cool. But it's just, it's just so funny. Like, I don't understand, like, what I have done to this other particular person to just get, like, boxed out of stuff, like, completely. I have had, that I'm aware of, I have had one interaction with this person on social media and he just totally laced into me for posting something that he didn't think was appropriate to post. I don't think it had anything to do really with the content. I think it was more about like how it was done and I was talking about the content and it was like, like, have you ever like argued with somebody like a teacher or something like I mean, I can't think of an example exactly but like if you ever like you wrote an essay and it's just, you know, everything in it is like correct. Like you cite your sources properly, uh, and then you know what you write about. This is this feels this this feels like a lot that used to happen to me in English in college, right? So like I would write stuff um, where substantively, substantively, it was you know good or you know whatever, like typical like something I would write, and then I would get a grade back. Like English was my lowest grade ever. And, and this is why, because I would do something that I thought was, was, was good quality material wise. And then I would lose points on absolutely everything from my margins are wrong. I didn't annotate a bibliography exactly properly, which by the way, I learned how to do in psych. Cause when you do a psych paper, man, you have the, the, you have to like do it like by real rules and stuff like that. And then they're very clear about it. Right. Uh, you know, I, I I, did, I never really fell victim to, like, the Oxford comma, but level of that shit. And, like, when you get a paperback that's, like, a B, and you realize that everything that's wrong on it are sort of, like, these technical things as opposed to, like, what you're actually trying to communicate for somebody like me just drives me crazy. So that was the argument we had. And it actually took me, like, several back and forths on Facebook to actually figure out 
Yeah, we really weren't arguing like the substance. I think it was like a COVID thing. There was a, it was definitely a COVID thing, and it was like what a doctor was saying from like rural America about like how hard it is to like I don't know like tell people like I'm sorry. Like this was before we had the vaccine. Like tell people like I'm sorry. There's nothing we can do. We don't we don't have anything that can help you. And basically watching them die like that's got to be torturous. Like I just. I know a lot of people in in the medical profession. I know a lot of them like directly, but also like a lot of you know. I hear a lot of stories from a lot of other connections and stuff, and that's got to be awful. It's it's really got to be awful. Like it's got to change you as a person to actually have that experience. And so I posted it not so much to tell people what to do, but to just sort of tell people like what's going on out there. Like information is great. Like if you want to ignore information, like that's on you. But like to have it deprived. To be deprived of information really isn't fair. And back then, I was really all about information on COVID. So anyway, the article, I think, had this a picture of this doctor smiling. Like, it was, I I would imagine the staff photo or something, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't write for a newspaper. And he just, like, laced into me. It's like, any article that's got the doctor smiling about stuff like this, like, is really no article to read. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like, that... And, like, I even actually, it got so bad that I actually reached out to the paper. It was, like, some, I want to say New Orleans, but maybe not. I reached out to the paper to try and get a comment from the from the author of the article, uh, the reporter, uh, journalist. Uh, and I actually never got one. Like, not surprisingly. It seems like kind of a bullshit thing to be dealing with in, amid the first 10 months of COVID. But, like, I did add, I just, like, hey, man, like, what was... Because those, those kinds of things stick with me and bother me. Like, I don't know the answer to that, man, but I'll find out for you. But, like, definitely, like, as far as I'm aware, that's, like, the one major interaction we've ever had, right? So it's, like, I don't know. I get that. And people really like me or don't like me for a lot of dumber reasons. But it was just sort of funny, like, after this, this last 89 North show, like, like, I'm friends with, like, everybody that played on that bill. Like, I'm even, like... You know, Facebook friends with, you know, Mickey, um, what's his name, Lusos? You know, so I basically, I'll see all that stuff because, like, I don't, like I said, I don't really interact all that, <laughs> that much anymore. So I'm either getting, like, a wall of, like, why Biden's ruining America and why Trump got the election stolen or, you know, a lot of rainbow flags or whatever. But uh, so I, I was just seeing a lot of stuff posted because a lot of it would also be sent or tag the event or whatever, which I was a host of. So I see all the Rebel Nine stuff, and I'm just watching video after video, like videos, like really nicely done, like re- like he's really talented, like really well done videos of like of, of uh, Giovanna's set and a whole bunch of like Craving set, and like just not even a mention that we were there. And I'm not saying like we're owed anything because we're not. Like it was actually in the face of. You know, Frank taking time out of his day to actually make a nice video and sending it to me and stuff like that. Like, it was kind of along the, that backdrop, right? So it was like, oh, that was really nice. Thanks, man. And it felt very communal. Like, hey, man, I was doing this and I had this footage. Like, here you go. Like, I love that. Like, I, lo- I love doing that kind of stuff. Like, I wish I had more time to do that because that's, that's stuff that I used to really enjoy doing. Like, when we were in, you know, scene. Like, I used to promote, like, nobody's goddamn business back in, uh, you know, back in the day when at the time... Uh, and I love doing that kind of stuff. And I, I'm, I'm all inclusionary. Like we're going on, if we're going to do a show and we're going to do a show together, like we are doing that show together, like together. It's actually one of the things that offended me the most about the whole Mickey Licks camp and the way they kind of were, it's not behaving, but like the way they were with the rest of us. Like all three other acts on there are like friends and working together to do this show and like, it's like you have three wheels and one square on a car, and that's kind of what it felt like. And I just don't like that. It bristles up against everything that I do this for, and, and everything I've done for the past ten years, and the way I've done it. But it was just—it was so funny and so telling. Like, like, yeah, man, we were there too. Like, just maybe an acknowledgement that we were there. And like, again, like I'm not owed anything, so it's not really that. But it's just like, you know, seriously, why? Like, I know you were there for G's set. And I know you were there for craving set. And we didn't suck. <laughs> I just don't know why we're the assholes in that equation. And I think if, you know, if anybody knows, like, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask Jameer Mike just to find out for me. So I, it's not keeping me up, but it, it definitely bothers me. It's like, what? 
Like, what did I do? Like, like I get that a lot, where I'm just in a situation. Like, that whole corporate thing that I was bitching about last week, like, it basically descended into, like, I wanted to call the CFO of the company or CIO of the company and just be like, dude, what's it going to take to make this stop? Like, what do I have to do? Like, what is wrong? Like, what did I do wrong? Who do I have to apologize? Like, let's reset this ship and let's go. Like, because at some point, like, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. But it's just like, what the fuck did I do, man? Like, what exactly did I do that bothers somebody so much <laughs> that I just cease to exist? You know, because there's a lot. There's a lot, honestly, of things that I have done and I can own them. Like, yeah, yep, I could see that. You know, or whatever. And like, and a lot of times even just having the ability to apologize for something. Like, you can do some horrendous stuff. And an apology goes a long way. It does not in any way fix a lot of stuff. Like, I've had that, too. Like, I've been I've been doing this a long time, and I've been the way I am a long time. So I'm outspoken, and I have, like I said, like, I have a kind of like a moral compass that just sort of just guides me, like that whole pornography thing. Like, I know it when I see it, and I just, I try, and, and I'm not perfect, so, like, I'm, I'm wrong, you know, certainly enough. But, like, you know, I have a lot of people that have really done some shit things to me. Some of them have apologized, and some of them not. Like, those apologies don't fix anything, but what they do is they provide, like, a starting point to, it's like, we can move forward from there. Right, and that's kind of the way. It's kind of the way I, I've, you know, things have changed for sure. But like, it's kind of the way I go for it. But at, at least if I've just pissed this person off, I could just be like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry for this thing that I did," or I can be like, "I don't know what you're upset about," <laughs> or I I can see why you're upset, and I'm not sorry, you know, whatever. But at least like I kind of know. Like seriously, like, if it comes down to like, oh yeah, you ran over my mom in a parking lot and didn't stop to you know help her up, like. Well, first of all, I definitely didn't do that on purpose, but I am so goddamn sorry I ran over your mom in a parking lot. Like, I would really like that that opportunity to do those things. Because there's a lot of stuff out there. Like, you know, I'm so, like, I get so immersed a lot of times in, like, self-help bullshit nonsense that, like, I am aware of a lot of these things. Like, even kind of, like, the noble apologies at all. Like, dude, let me just apologize to you for this thing I wronged you on. Like, and we'll both move on from this. Like, okay, you do that. Like. And that's kind of where it gets stuck. It's like, I feel like if I don't know what it is, I can't fix it, and I'm a fixer. I'm a fucking Aquarius, and we're assholes like that. Fucking sue me. Like, that's just how that is. Aquarius is are assholes, and we And that's why my song of the week, it's a new segment, by the way, new song of the week. Rather, my song of the week this week. I think speaks to that. I love this fucking song. I hope you love it too. It's a little stone sour on the box. Absolute zero. Which, uh, yeah, I got nothing. Hard rock lunch box. Yeah, man. We, we made it. We made it. Jimmy, we're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be kind of anticlimactic when I play this new song, don't you think? Yeah, Jimmy believing in the power of promotion. And having stupid friends on the radio. That always helps, right? Well, I took a step back from promoting the new Craving Strange song last week for personal reasons, because I wanted to give you a breakdown of what I thought was just totally majestically wonderful at the 89 North show. But now we're back on the promo machine because that is the way it works. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for your weekly Craving of the Week. Put your hands together for Craving Strange. <laughs> Sometimes I just can't take myself seriously. Put your hands together for Craving Strange. You know, or don't. But I would. Yeah, 
the end of another Hard Rock Lunchbox? Yeah, me neither, but here we are. It's time to get out and enjoy what's left of life on Venus, because it is hot as balls out there, and that's not me saying it. That's an actual meteorological description. I cannot believe I got through through that word. I did a pretty good job there, huh? Yeah, man. Coming my favorite button fast. Don't worry, I'll get tired of it eventually, won't I? It's always a no! Yeah, probably not. But listen, I'm going to send you on your way the only way I know how, with some good positive vibes. So why don't we just roll those windows up and do a little puff, puff, pass, and have ourselves a great weekend. Keep the AC on, goddammit, and I'll check in on you, I don't know, next Thursday. I'm thinking noon. On the box. Hard. Rock. Lunch. Box.